I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, gang, welcome back to This Might Help with Matt Bronger, the only advice podcast or advice platform that has ever mattered. Um, I'm excited because I have uh, an old friend on who I haven't seen in a long time, uh, who has a new album uh, coming out very soon. It's one of the funniest comics out there. If you don't know her, you need to find out who this is. Carmen Lynch is here. How are you, Carmen? Hi, it's so good to be here. I, um, the album came out, so you can say it, that it's out. Oh, sweet. It's out. Yeah. What, is it, what is it called? It's called Vertically Obese. Yes. <laughs> but some people don't understand it's because I'm tall, because I'm yeah. six feet. They're like, why, why is it called that? And then they uh-huh. get it. I was going to mention my, that. My that joke, you... well, you're tall. You get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm 6'4". Yeah, you're vertically obese. Yes, I am. <laughs> I totally Welcome am. Welcome to the club. Yes. Have, did you find it awkward? Uh, grow, did you get, did you, did you uh, become tall very young? Yeah, or? I was always tall. I was always in the back of the line. I remember the teacher was like shortest to tallest and it was just me and a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. But back when boys had cooties, you know? So it wasn't like it was fun. I didn't feel like the town slut. I felt like <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to be there. It wasn't an empowering hot thing. No. No, yeah. It's, I think about that because we're, uh, my wife and I are gonna have a daughter uh, in under a month now, and um, she, uh, Congrats, she'll probably that's be awesome. pretty. I'm psyched, but she'll probably be pretty tall. And so I kind of I think about that. It's you know whether how, how if that'll be uh, something that's hard for her. But it's it's just that thing where you kind of um, you gotta let the person be the person. Now, and, how tall is your wife? Uh, she's probably about five six, I think. So, you know, okay, five. so yeah, I mean, you, mm-hmm. good yeah, genes. Yeah, she's up there. Her sister is my height, almost. Holy uh, so, cow! Yeah, yeah. Her, her sister's son is is like he's he's a little over one years old and he looks five. Like he's uh-huh. so big. It's it's he's insane. like five feet tall. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I I was tallish growing up, but then I I kind of shot up in like high school. I think was my thing. Did you know? You know have you seen pictures of Baron Trump's son? Yes. He's fourteen and he's like six two or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Someone someone uh very funny, I don't know who it was, pointed out that uh, Barrett looks like what Trump lies and says he looks like. You know, <laughs> that's that's yeah. what he's, he's, because he's like, you know, Barron is slim and very square jawed and uh, tall, has good posture. You know, he's just, And he's still, he doesn't look arrogant yet. You know, he still no. looks like he might be an okay guy. Thank God. Yeah. Like the other son yeah. who have just, <laughs> probably like, not that, not that, uh, uh like all uh, straight white dudes, uh, apologies to my brethren out there. Uh, we have almost all of the unearned confidence. I think the other two sons have as much as the rest of us collectively. If, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, for no reason. I mean, None. if if Trump yelled at them growing up, why are they so cocky? You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just. Just no self-awareness. Well, what were your parents like or are like? Well, my mom is five feet. Now she's five feet. She was probably five two growing up. Okay. And she's from Spain. So she's, mm-hmm. you know, her whole side of the family is super tiny. I tower over all of them. Right. And it never gets old for them. It gets old for me. But mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I can't it. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I was like this last time I saw you, you know. And then yeah. my dad, my dad is six two and he's from New York. 
Okay. So clearly, you know, I got his his side. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now I'm taller than him. He just turned 80 and uh, and I'm taller. So wow. you're looking at the tallest Lynch of the family. Um, you, you did it. You made it. <laughs> what? So yeah. how long, where did you start out? You started out in New York then. Yeah, I started out in New York, cause, but I by accident. I was here for acting and just to hang out with my friends. And I wow. went to a show and I was like, this is a real job? Are you <laughs> kidding? Like, I couldn't believe it. Did you, like, it's funny. I think we might have this, a similar superhero origin story because I, I grew up doing plays and went to, went to college for acting. And, like, I got into improv in Chicago and then just saw, started doing stand-up and was kind of, it just, everything clicked into place. And you're like, oh, it can just be me. And for... Uh, yeah, it, it was so liberating to be like, wait, acting requires, like, a resume and, and someone to say yes to you? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and here you just kind of just, well, I want to go to an open mic tonight in my pajamas, and it's okay. Exactly. It's it's that I, I was always that person who could be counted on if someone's pants, like, ripped and, and they mm-hmm. had to put them back on and run off stage. I could fill the time, like, yeah. in character. You know, yeah. I always had that skill. And it's kind of like, that's all stand-up is. Because you'll be in the middle of telling a joke you've done a thousand times, and someone will barf in the audience. Or, like, you know, something where you're like, well, I can't keep going with this now. I have to talk about this. You know, like... Yeah, yeah. And I, and I feel like no no place teaches you that uh, better than New York. Yeah. I mean, doing, doing stand-up. I'd say maybe Chicago, where I started out. But New York is one of those things where... <laughs> Things not only happen, they happen at twice the rate of other uh, locales in America, I feel like. Yeah, so and you if you to... and it's good too, because if I I figured if I don't do this, it's still a cool city, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I still had the brain, like the thoughts of what I was supposed to do, which is like a traditional job. Uh-huh. So, you know, like I worked at Goldman Sachs and Merrill Lynch and all those places just to like, you know, fool my parents. Yeah. You know? Sure. <laughs> yeah. There did you did was it was there did you have the, the kind of uh push and pull of, of kind of commerce versus your dreams when you were there? Yeah, I, I did. I mean, I wasn't even like a banker or anything, but I just wanted to be able to support myself um without asking them for money. Yeah. And but even when I did lose the job due to the financial the first financial crisis of our generation. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I was still like, wait, shouldn't I wear a suit? And, you know, and then it, my brain's like, no, you, you're literally nothing but a comic right now. And then, and then wearing jeans every day was like so fresh. It was so yes. crazy. It's the best. I, I, I lucked out that I never really had any, I was always a waiter or a bartender. And then I was yeah. a PA and then I, then I was a, a and I, and I was a closed captioner for the hearing impaired, whereas I, I had to wear like a a button up shirt, but you know, jeans every day and stuff like that. So I, I lucked out that I never had that. Um, I, I always feel if I'm not celebrating, like if I don't have a, a drink in my hand or something, I always feel silly in a suit. I always, I just, I, I don't think I look bad in them, but yeah. just that kind of thing is, I, I never was that guy who was just like, yeah, I, I wear a suit when I'm working. I'm me and Sinatra, we're, we're like this. I just, that's not really a thing I have. Do you? Yeah, I, 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 I wish I had burned all my suits. I, I'm sure I just gave them away to the Salvation Army, yes. but I hated them so much. Yeah. And then getting on the subway, and I've always, I don't know if it's a tall thing, I don't know if you experience this, but I've always been like very hot, like sweaty hot. Oh yeah. And then yes. I get to work and I'm like in this suit and it's like polyester because it's cheap. 
Yes. You know, oh, and then God. some places were like, you have to wear pantyhose. And mm -hmm. I'm like, what am I doing? Dude, <laughs> and, and people, first off, talk about oppression. Pantyhose, the worst thing. Uh, uh, heat trapping, horribleness, pointless, pointless. They yeah. make women less attractive, even as a child you know, born in the 70s. Especially nude, nude pantyhose. Oh, why? Just just have nude legs and maybe yeah. not nude crotch or feet. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I always, I'm sure you're like me, where if I saw someone who was wearing a suit a lot, even in a movie or a TV show, like Cops yeah. in the Sun, there's a murder off the highway in Arizona and they're in suits, I would just, I just would squirm. Like, what, why, why? Take and they just off. look like douchebags to me now. Like, <laughs> unless you're going to like a funeral or a wedding, just a suit just looks like, oh, yeah. get out of your suit, you little arrogant asshole. Yes, it's, you know? it's so wild, you know? It's, I, I feel like even agents are kind of like, I feel like agents probably like 10 years ago kind of ditched the ties at least, Yeah. you know, but they still have to wear the, the, the fitted suits and stuff and they still end up looking silly at three in the morning at, festival after hours yeah, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god just relax it doesn't matter you know? so many bad memories from that but oh, you know yeah absolutely whatever well you're i mean you're 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 you have a very sardonic uh comedy style it's very matter of fact like you don't um it doesn't seem like you you it seems like all your stuff comes from a, a place of truth which i was really dug I mean, I think so. I mean, it definitely starts at a truth and then it gets really weird. Sure. You know, and, and most yeah. of the punchlines are not true. Right. But <laughs> we all I, I would hope not because they sound more like fairy tales than like reality. Yeah, but yeah, but, but the beginning, I have to. Yeah, because I'm like, yes. where, where else am I going to start from? Well, it's, it's wild know? to me. And I've brought this up with other comics when anyone goes like, Nick, don't, you told that story. Did that happen? I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to be like this happened and make up some bullshit, you know, like something like I stole a horse. Like I wrote, yeah. oh, that'd be funny if that happened. I'm going to lie and say that's true. Why? No, I, so I, used to, I used to do a lot of jokes about traveling. And then I had one about India and it was very specific. And, and then sometimes people would come up to me and be like, well, that wasn't true, right? And I'm like, I would never even dare make up something about India if I didn't know anything about them. Never, like, never. Who's got the balls to do that? To just be like, well, let me just make this shit up. Or it, it, to me, it's almost like, you know, the, the old thing, like, don't lie. That way you don't have to remember anything. Right. Like, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to get caught, like, in a lie, like, same way, like, by a cop. Like, where yeah. were you? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to tell you right where I am, or I was. I'm, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do it. You know, like, I don't want to get caught up in, in a lie 10 questions down the, down the pike. You know? Yeah, I've always had a fear of forgetting jokes. It's always, yep. up until I had enough time to do one hour, and then I was like, you know, less afraid, because if I forgot something, you know, something else comes in. Yeah. But I remember at the beginning, I was so scared mm -hmm. that I would just stand up there and have nothing to say. And then, of course, yes. you know, your fears, if you think about them enough, they come true. Of course, they manifest. You know, yeah, and I was just like, Oh, I remember it was, I mean, this is back when I was first start, you know, when I first did stand up, mm -hmm. but, um, but that, that was my biggest fear. So I can't imagine making something up because then I, I wouldn't know where to go with that. No, absolutely you know? not. Why would, what, like, why would you do that to yourself and kind of build that house of cards that you're constantly dreading 
someone kicking over at some point. You know? Yeah. Like, do you get, have you gotten, uh, I won't even say younger comics or older comics, but comics or other asking you for advice because you kind of have a, I would say a, 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 an air of authority on stage? Oh, wow. Thanks. I mean, I don't feel like I have an air of authority, but I think it's just um, feeling your whatever your comfort level, you know, because I, I think I, I seem deadpan because I don't feel like I'm really deadpan in real life. Right. I'm more deadpan on stage. And I think that comes from this organic when I first started to just be like, all right, what makes you relax? Just uh, be still. Mm -hmm. Just be still, you know, and I think it probably came from that. Because as I do it more and more, um, it's getting weirder and sillier. Sure. You know? There's yeah. no way I would have done that at the beginning. I would have been way too scared. I kind of went the other way where I was like, kind of like, like, oh, no, you're not going to scare me. I'm going to scare you. And so I was very loud. I would punctuate with big noises and things. And, and I was kind of a, a whirlwind and stuff. And, and you kind of go, well, you examine it and go, what are you covering for? I'm exaggerating because it's like that was always the kind of actor I was. Like I would always play to the back row, you know, yeah. the top and things. But you don't have to because everyone's there in a room and you have a right. Mind. You know, it's not. You're not in your high school auditorium with no <laughs> lav pin to your your period piece jacket or anything like that. You know, there's no. Yeah, I still get people who like come to a show from like high school or college mm -hmm. who like I didn't. E I don't even talk to anymore. They just happen to see it on Facebook or in their local paper and they're like, wait, I know a girl with that name. Let me see if it's her. And they're like, I can't believe you do stand up." Yes. And I'm like, I can't believe it either. <laughs> yeah, you that's at that same. I don't know where I would have ended up. I would have been doing something performative, but I, you know, I don't know if I would have nailed this. I, I was definitely yeah. the, like the class clown, but. Um, oh yeah. But, 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 but who knows? I knew, you know, there were like, Five or, I mean, George Carlin had that bit. There were like, I wasn't, there wasn't only one, there were five or six of us. If you know, if like, if Louie was, or Joey or whatever was sick, second banana would fill in. Like, right. I mean, there's always wacky people in, in your, in every classroom just trying to get attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you basically, look at us now. What? but you have, <laughs> right? We're so different. <laughs> Look but, at us now in, in our apartments doing comedy in Zoom. Look at this. Wow. So what are you are you ready to give some advice to some random? Oh yeah, I would love to give some um some advice that probably won't help. No, that's mm -hmm. what I see the, the thing is that the name of this podcast is a joke. Uh, it used to be called Advice from a Dipshit, which was too far. Just a yes. just a bridge too far. Because any advice is still advice. It right? is. And I'm well, I'm not really a dipshit. It was a funny You're title nuts. to me, but yeah. uh, you know, this is kind of like, I don't know, this might help. It might, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's might emphasis on might. Uh, I'm not, I, I, I can't, anyone who's made a career out of being any sort of expert, my hat's off, but good fucking luck because boy, I can't imagine you know, being yeah, any therapy is good therapy. Is it is therapy? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you do you side note? Do you go to therapy? Yes, I do. I've been with the same woman for over 12 years. Wow. Awesome. Isn't that crazy? And I, when I first went, I went for this um, fear of commitment. Mm. I had this just horrible, like, after three months, I would just cut it off. Sure. You know, 
Sure. And, uh, and then I was in a relationship that I wanted to pursue and I was like, something feels wrong. I like this guy, but I want to like never see him again. <laughs> and so I went to a therapist and she goes, can you commit to me? Can you commit to me? And I was like, yeah, you're not a guy. And, and she goes, can you commit to me for six months? And I was like, is that all that it's going to take to fix me? Wow. <laughs> and now it's like 12 years. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm on my second therapist, but he and I have been together for like six, six years now, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, but but uh, my first one, she just kind of I never had anything negative to say about me, which I was like, now hold on. And like, I have problems, but I had big problems back then. At least yeah. about emotional. Yeah, yeah. Like that, where I was just like, you know, I remember literally once, one point going, I, I feel like an asshole because I feel like no one's good enough. And she's like, well, maybe no one is. Like, I need to leave right now. You're like, like I know I pay you, but come on. Come on. And I know what she meant. Maybe yeah. I've, I've met, but it was just like, my other problem is I was just bouncing around from person to person. It was like, I look, I, I've tried a lot of the salad bar, miss, if you know what I'm saying. So yes. there's got to be, you know, like, this isn't, a guy who's only been on two dates here, you know? So when she was like, maybe no one is in my head, I was like, I got to switch. I need someone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to find a good one, you know, it's, but they're out there. Absolutely. It's, it's hard to find the one that works for you that, I mean, it really you can stand and it's not their fault. It's yeah. just, you know, what, what you can live with. The, the worst part is when you're shopping for a therapist and after three minutes, you know, but you have to wait that other 47 minutes. Uh-huh. You know, you're like, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. all right. Great. Yes. Bye. <laughs> yeah. You just want to fake a heart attack <laughs> when they run for help. You go out the window. <laughs> Too dark. Well, yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's go to the first one. Uh, roll the first call, Renee. Hey, Matt. Um, got a question for you. I have sort of definitely had feelings for one of my best friends for a few years now. Um, at this point in time, he is amicably separated um, from his wife, um, and I am currently single. Um, we spend a lot of time together. We go on day trips and stuff, and he's just always been there for me anytime I've needed a shoulder or just needed practical help or just needed a friend. Um, but, um, I, re you know, I really want to tell him how I feel, um, but I'm scared too because I'm not sure that he feels the same way. He is still seeing the same person he started dating right before quarantine started. Um, and they're not officially a couple. I don't think they're even like quarantining together, whereas he and I were actually quarantining together for a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm really afraid of ruining the friendship if I say something and it turns out that he doesn't feel the same way. Um, and I wonder if I should try and say something before he and this girl become more serious or if it's already too late for that and it would be like disrespectful to do so. Um, so yeah, hope you can help. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for calling. You got first crack, Carmen. Take it away. I mean, uh, my first instinct is to say that COVID makes everything weird and it's very hard yeah. to, to figure anything out at this point. Yeah. Um, so it would be kind of unfair to the guy 
Um, we don't really know how it went with that other girl during yeah. COVID. A lot of people are either making it or breaking it at this point with that. Mm -hmm. So um, I would kind of just like let things try. I would try and wait and see if things get better mm. in the world before I drop such something so huge. Yeah, interesting. Um, right now, you know. That's you know what that's yeah. that. I, it's funny. I didn't even, I, I, I love doing this show with, with other people because like that kind of maybe crossed my mind, but didn't, you know, my, my feeling is you, she has to tell him at some point cause it's going to eat her up. And it will. I, yeah. I, I've, had, I've had a lot of people who are like, you know, I'm in love with my best friend and she sounds like she's in love with this guy. Yeah. And, you know, like he's getting divorced. He had someone he's, he's kind of, he's at least hooking up with someone right now. And she, you know, and it's like, I have strong feelings. Like, okay, you're in love. All right. You know, uh, and, and it's just, it's going to eat you up and you can't be that. I mean, really, are you just going to put your happiness in the back burner and hope for someone else to, I, I feel like when people are like, I don't want to ruin the friendship. It's ruined. It's It gone. is ruined already. And, it's, and it's ruined in your heart. But, but yeah. that said, I think your advice comes first and that's, it was perfect because yeah, I think maybe that's, Maybe she should, I hate to say, put it on the back burner, but like maybe you should for now, just for timing's sake, but to have that thing uh, that, you're, that you're, I always say like, what the thing that keeps us going is to have something to look forward to. Right now, it's a vaccine and seeing our loved ones again. But, you know, another one for her could be, I'm going to tell Dennis yes. that I have these feelings, you know? Great I'm gonna name, tell, yeah. I'm going to tell, you know, my 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 true love amaretto steve that i had i just thought i'd whip out something absolutely better awesome. i like that yeah thanks it's his nickname um yeah <laughs> it's it's tough because part of me is like i'm kind of glad he's with someone else because mm. if you i feel like sometimes guys need a rebound i mean we all need a rebound of course but i mean i would hate for her to be the rebound oh no you know uh -huh. and there's another part of me that is like i want to know is he giving her any kind of signs that he's interested? Because, you know, men could also approach the guy. Could is he giving her? You know what I mean? Oh like yeah. He, he well, can't be like, oh, of course I want to date you. Ah. I mean, if he's not right. giving her anything, sure. Maybe that's a sign. But I will say, not. as one who used to do that, uh, he might be giving her mixed signals because. Yeah. Look, everybody likes attention. Everyone likes to to uh, to be looked at in a flattering light. And when you have someone who's very friendly and has a crush on you and a member of the opposite sex, even if you have no intention with that person, sometimes we string them along. Sometimes we kind of are just like, oh, they say nice things every time I see them. I just love, like they're so happy when I'm around, makes me feel good about myself. And you never admit that to yourself, but you just yeah. kind of live that way. That's why, you know, I think sometimes we're, being assholes and not realizing it in a way so maybe he might be showing these signs but not feel that way but maybe he does feel that way but yeah and I think you guys men i feel like are way better at compartmentalizing yeah like as a woman i know if something that deep is bothering me i do mm -hmm. have to say something or i have yes. to find out you yes. know whereas uh -huh. like i feel like guys are like all right well let me just move on with this girl mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah so I, I understand where she's coming from. Yeah, and, it, and it's tough because, uh, you know, some guys really do not like when a woman comes on to them 
you know, even if it's just like, Hey, just by the way, I think you're pretty great. It's just like, Whoa, I was supposed to do that. You're supposed to just be oh. demure and I come over, you know, and, and then yeah. it, it, like, like I, 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 I say I was never like that, but if I'm honest, I'm not sure which way I was or one way or the other. I definitely liked the attentions of a woman kind of like that, but you know, if, if someone kind of just spills the beans, like say like Meg Ryan would in a rom-com, she's like, Hey, what's up? I like you. What do you feel? You know, I had, uh, my friend April Richardson said she did that with a couple guys and it kind of, it kind of scared them off. And in the end, totally, she's totally. better off for that because that's yeah. who she is. Right. You know? Better to know soon. Yes. If it's eating up her up inside, she's going to have to ask. But then she mentioned that she quarantined with him, right? Didn't she right. say that? Right. So I'm like, like, did something not happen during that time? That would have been a perfect time. But maybe she doesn't want to do something physical. Because I know if I like someone and then I don't bring it up and I do something physical, right. I would like them like a hundred times more, you really? know? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it's better for me to be like, oh, you don't like me? I'm so glad I didn't hook up with you. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely for sure. When you've been that intimate with someone and you're just like, oh, wait. Oh, this, I was just a, a hookup? Yeah, but, that would hurt so bad. Especially oh. if I'm in love with a guy and he's my oh. best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've, 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 uh, you've been naked together. It just crushes your heart that much more. And you never want to see me naked again. Oh, that's like a fucking dagger in my heart. <laughs> it's, so, it's so brutal. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's funny when she said that it didn't, it didn't sound like they had been together. I think yeah. she would have said that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. The great thing about this show is that it's all anonymous. So people can kind of say whatever. I think she would have been like, well, we did hook up once or whatever. I would love, that would be awesome if that was like the, the new way to say hook up. It was like, we quarantined together. Yes, <laughs> yes. or, or, the, or the, the Jada uh, Pinkett Smith thing, when we became entangled. Oh, <laughs> yes. These terms, God. I, I, my, my, I've been laughing over my friend Mike, and he said this to, just to be an idiot, but it is the grossest term there is. I was like, he was like his girlfriend had, had gotten a COVID test and she's negative. And I was like, awesome, are you going to get a test and he's like what no we've made love and he said that to make yeah. me laugh but it's like yeah. it, it is the gross that's the grossest one i think of all the euphemism for sex because it's yeah just so, it is oh yeah i was at a party once and this older couple um the, i knew the guy just from like work or something and I remember he introduced me to his girlfriend and he go in a very straight face. He just said, and this is my lover. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> so gross. So gross. I used to say, you know, it's so, it's so our parents, you know, it's our parents yeah. generation that made love. We had sex. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. I, even as a kid, I used to say it when I, you know, I was learning language, I would say make, they made sex. And my mom would be like, no, that's not how you say it. She said, make, and I'm like, like, I can't even say it again. I can't. I've said it like three times. I won't say it anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's That's so, gross. It's so bad. But, okay, to, 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 the, to, the, to the caller, I, I think uh, the one-two punch we gave her is great. I think, Yeah. I honestly think she has to tell him or she's going to just burn inside forever. It sucks. But know, also, but uh, wait. We can, we can tell her to be prepared with mm -hmm. the results because, uh, 
it's going to be hard if it's bad, but I think it's going to be especially hard in the quarantine because I feel like everyone's yeah. a little lonely right now. Yeah. I mean, look, if they come out tomorrow and they're like, we got the vaccine, you won't have it until 2022. Fuck it, Taylor. You know, but. Yes. You know, uh, who, if we can somehow squash this thing even close to how New Zealand uh, did it, it's not going to look like that anytime soon. But I think you're right to kind of just like, Keep it in your secret place for a little while. And keep going out because the right guy's out there if it's not this guy. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's a great point. That's a great point. You shouldn't be pining. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. She shouldn't be like, just like, there's only one. I'm just waiting for my moment. They're, I know great. they're wearing masks, but there's a lot of good ones under the mask. Exactly. Right. So. And you could still bump uglies with a mask on. Totally. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying do that. Do people do that? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Are you? Are they're you they're drinking are you disinfectant. Married? What? What's your status? Are you married? Are you dating someone? I've been with my guy for almost five years. We live together. Great. Okay. Cool. Okay. Good. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. When I said, do, do are people doing that? I wasn't specifically asking you. I was. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I figured. I figured. I, I know you meant like the general public. Do you, so do you just go to like the public park like the gays used to back in the 80s? Or how do you, how are you hooking up, Carmen? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? No, I'm joking. What? Like that's what I meant. But I've okay. seen people in the park when I go jogging. Mm, oh, nice. And okay. uh, they're wearing masks. Most of them are wearing masks. My, my favorite of all time was in, a friend saw in Griffith Park, a man just walk out of a hedge in a, in a full suit, just... Just hooked up with a dude, just getting off and going, going to his car. I was like, oh, God bless you, sir. I heard that. Wow. Was, in a suit. That's hard, too. Like, look at yeah. keeping it looking nice and fresh and not wrinkled. He went like full werewolf, like tore off his suit with another fella and got it, got it back on and went to yeah. close, close on escrow somewhere, I think. Whatever that means. Um, <laughs> okay. You ready for the second call? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Matt. So I had a really bad case of hiccups all throughout the night. Kept me up all night. The fuck is up with hiccups, man? What are we supposed to do about this? And why hasn't medical science figured something out about, like, how we can <laughs> tell people that has this happened to them? Okay. Oh. Love the show. Bye, brother. Thanks, man. I, that sounded hard core like i can't just, tell if that's a joke or if, if that's real it, i think it's real I, I, yeah i get i get all kinds of call you know we have one like a very complicated one like the one before like you don't want yeah. this person to give their heart away easily protect yourself is this guy being a good person blah 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 this one's cut and dried this is just simple guy furious furious to the level of almost shooting himself in the esophagus over his hiccups. Like that, the fuck is, like that deep throated, it sounded like he's talking to a guy who keeps throwing his waist over the fence into his yard. Like where you, you're like, hey, stop. And they do it a fifth time. You're like, the fuck is like that, that, are you, are you serious? Like you, he's so angry. He was yeah. probably, he probably. I was hoping we could hear a hiccup just to get an idea. Uh -huh. of like the depth of it you know right right well 
I I know how to get to get rid of hic hiccups are basically an air bubble trap in your chest, I think, and they happen when you are uh, have been drinking too fast or you've mm. been drinking a lot of alcohol. Like people who mm. are, you know, uh, that that um, habitually drink a lot of alcohol, they often get hiccups out of nowhere and kind of have this almost a Pavlovian thing with their throat. Yeah. Um, when they get a hankering, but the way to get rid of hiccups, it sucks, but you just have to hold your breath until you can't, until you literally are in horrible pain, until like your head, like your chest hurts, everything. And then you oh, let this wind out and then you hope and pray they're gone. And that's- And that's that works for you. Out. Yeah. Yes. See, I grew up with, um, I don't know if this is a Spanish thing, Okay. But I grew up with, if you get hiccups, you have to scare the shit out of someone. That works too. So I remember, you know, and you know that someone's about to scare you because you have the hiccups. So it never works. No. But the other way that really works, for me at least, is to drink water upside down or drink any. Do you ever do that one? Uh, yeah, I, I, it never worked for me. Uh, okay. But, but yes, I know that is a method. Maybe that, that works for some people. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. But um, well, it's hard to do because you have to hold your glass kind of upside down too. Mm -hmm. So, well, we can tell this guy to try it, but to just to do it on a carpet that's like not his yeah. favorite carpet. And honestly, dude, next time you have the hiccups, you what you have to do, if you're with people, you need to go around the corner, like the side of the house where people are not going to interrupt you because it's going to take a couple tries and just sit down and just hold your breath. Yeah. Until you feel like you're dying. That's the only time. That's the only time it's worked for me, and it it sucks. It feels it feels like one of those things where it's just like, oh, do push-ups till you can't. Yeah. Like it just it's just like, oh, oh, it's a pain in the butt. I think you, you know? should try all three at the same time. I think hold your breath. Yes. Have someone scare you and drink water upside down. <laughs> and if you don't die, well, if you die, at least you stop the hiccups. Simultaneously, yeah. do all of those things. Yeah. So yeah, and I, 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 hiccups might be something other than that. I mean, it's funny. My, my, my kid has hiccups occasionally in like the womb, and um, oh it, wow, it's been like this tapping thing, where um, uh, we 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 contacted the doctor just you know via D, like this DM thing on the hospital system. Yeah. And and she's like, are these hiccups? And she's like, oh no, that's a good sign. That means the the, the kid's trying to breathe but keep swallowing like the fluid, which is fine. Yeah. But that weird, like as you grow your instinct to breathe. Cause so it's just like, this kid is trying to breathe water. So it's like, you know, yeah. So it's, Aww. it's a natural thing. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. adorable, but it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, that's a little FYI for people. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. I didn't know babies could hiccup. I just figured if they moved it with gas, right. but, <laughs> but it's, too. it's, it's similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. I honestly couldn't. I didn't know what it was. So yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully that helps you, man. Hopefully that guy will. I live. I think he he. I just picture him in bed trying to sleep, and hiccups keep waking him up. It's probably those hiccups that like aren't constant, so he keeps drifting off. It, <laughs> like throws a pillow. Yeah, the, the worst the ones. Word. Those really really powerful ones. Oh. Those are awful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the ones that like echo off the walls. That like make you like jolt up. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. They, uh, you know, I'm 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 with that dude. Like hiccups are the worst. I hate them so much. 
oh, oh, so bad. Okay, so let's hear, uh, right. let's hear our third and final caller. You ready? All right, this is fun, yeah. Oh, good. Glad you like it. What's up? This is Mike from a mid-tier American city. My question for advice is how do I make friends but not actually friends with my neighbors? Uh, I live next to two uh, 30-somethings that are about the same age as myself and my partner, and they live next to us for about a year. And I don't want to be friends with them or hang out or anything, but I do want them to smile and wave at me. I have tried this for over a year, and they refuse to make eye contact. This wasn't a big deal when we weren't all stuck at home, but now that we're home all the time, we see these people constantly. They refuse to wave, refuse to smile, refuse to say, hello, neighbor, or even give a nod. How do I turn, how do I convince them to be just, you know, friendly or polite? Thanks. Bye. Wow. Wow. I have to say, I've noticed that since COVID too. I think some people take um, social distancing as antisocial distancing. Yeah. And I think in like, I will, I will throw this to you because you are a New Yorker. So you're, you're very close to people. I'd imagine Uh you live in the city. Yeah. 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 I live. Yeah. I mean, in the boroughs in Queens, but yeah. Yeah. Um, And, but it, 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 it's, it's that thing of, I feel like some people is first thing I'll just say this and I'll throw it to you. But I think a lot of people have that thing of just because we're close doesn't mean I want to communicate on the level of, you know, when you've, you've hooked up with somebody and then they won't talk to you because they're afraid you want more than that. Right, right, right. There's a weird yep. analogy. Yes, but yes, it's but it's that, true. But it's that thing where it's just, where you're like, look, I just, I'm not going to ask you for a cup of salt or sugar. I just Especially hi. now with COVID, like yeah. they're not yeah. going to ask him for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, what would you, what would you, what would you say? I mean, I almost want to be like too kind and kill them with kindness. And if they're, if I'm like, hey, Joe or whatever, you know, the next time I'd be like, hey, yeah, Joe, you know, mm-hmm. like almost like go too far. Uh-huh. Um, but it really sounds like it's, it's their problem. Like, yeah. Like why bother? Why would you want them to say hi if they sound like they might be assholes? I'm going to throw out a conspiracy theory, and All I right. wonder if you caught it, too. Okay. He said mid-tier. So I'm, I'm imagining, you know, maybe Midwest or Southern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he mentioned he, his partner. So I imagine. Yeah. Oh. Did that, did, that didn't cross your mind at all? It did for a second, but I didn't put it together. It was just very, like, separate thoughts. But the reason why I think it's conspiracy theory is I really think he would have said so. I think he, you oh. know. Oh. Like, you know, I, people, people know when they're being discriminated against. People but even know. a more even more of a fuck you to them then. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Well, if it if it is that. But he didn't if mention that. If it is that. that. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily think it is because I think he would have said so. Right. They're just kind of just I think they're kind of just basic bitches this couple. You know, I think they're basically just like uh I just, you know, the kind of people that you'll be hiking and they're hiking toward you. You're the only ones in the fucking woods. Yeah. And you're like you make a point to not mourning and they don't say anything, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, say hello. I yeah. don't want anything from you. I'm greeting you as a fellow human being, you know? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Those people that are just like, they just, they they don't want to ever take the steps to get involved, you know? I I had I had a, a friend's uh, relative's wedding that I went to, and they were, they were so 
like I'd gone to keep this person company, didn't really know anyone, but yeah. like I made a point to be like, hey, congratulations. They were kind of like, thanks. I'm like, you know what? I would rather be at a bar. I take it back, okay? I take my congratulations back. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like some people have that thing where they just cannot, they're like, I have my circle of friends and that's it. I don't really, I don't, I don't see the point in being nice. Yeah. You know, like what? They could just be that. So, I mean, I honestly, I like your advice of just being like, you know, like their neighbor's name is like, you know, Fred or something. And just like, yeah. wait, Fred, what's up, man? How are you? You good? You know, just be that guy. Just yeah, yeah. Make them, make them. Force turn. them, but yeah, maybe the maybe just once. I mean, don't do right. that every time. No, no, no. But it would be fun, for, you know, just for your own sake of humor, just to, just to like make yourself laugh. Just be like, hey, Fred, what's up? Yeah, good morning, nice day, huh? How's the dog? Yeah, like something stupid like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just go all in once. Don't and if he's not, that. if he doesn't react, he's a robot. He's an alien mm -hmm. or something. Honestly, yeah. if you if you greet them by name, wave, and just say hello, how are you today? Just not even screaming something. Just just maybe a little loud, and they still kind of tuck and run. I would just laugh out loud as hard as you can. Just laugh. Yeah. Just laugh. Just make them feel silly for how they're acting, because that's yeah. ridiculous. You know? Or come out, yeah, or say something like, uh, I agree, totally true, or something like, almost like you're having a conversation, or like imitate, good yeah. morning, uh, Steve, like say it back to you, like yes. you're Steve, you know? Make, you know <laughs> show them how to be an adult. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think it's important to kind, of, to kind of make them, like you said, kill them with kindness, but make, make them feel as awkward as, as they've made you feel. And then Just throw one. a big party. Well, maybe mm -hmm. after COVID, throw a big party and uh -huh. don't invite them. No, never. <laughs> Just yeah. invite everyone in the neighborhood, but, oh, but sure. them. Yeah. Oh my God. If you just gave an, a hand boss, like happy vaccine, yeah. you know, come by after we all get dosed, let's party. Every house on the block but them, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I don't know, this guy sounds super chill. I would, I would, he's, I would love to have them as neighbors. He seems like yeah. a nice guy. And he, he nailed it. I don't want to be their friends. Yeah. Great. It's you know? just like neighborhood, uh, what's the word? Protocol. I don't know. Yes. Like, yes. We, 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 are, we live next to each other. You can't change yeah. that. You might you, need an egg one day. Or, yes. you know, a lawn chair, an extra lawn chair. Yeah, or, or someone, when you're out of town, might be breaking into your house. And I might see that. You know? And I won't do a thing. I will not do shit. I will tell them where the valuables are. Yeah. Like I, In fact, I, I will help them. <laughs> my, my, yeah. I'll put on a mask and join. Yeah. My, my neighbors, uh, all the houses around me, we all have each other's numbers. We have a text chain. Yeah. We just kind of, we let each other know what's, what's up. Lately, I live in, in, a, in the end of a cul-de-sac. And we just, on Fridays, we take out our lawn chairs and sit there and have like, glass of wine and hang out yeah away from each other far away you know so it's like i am kind of friends with my neighbors but i'm cool with it they're they're good people but even if they were introverts or weird i would be like i would still wave and right you know, you know i'm not i don't call them or or ask them for anything or but even like them. the most introverted person right. still does a very uncomfortable <laughs> you know yeah, the the 
passing. You don't know if they're going to smile. Yeah, that. That's all. Just uh -huh. a little bit of a. Just a little look up past your eyelids and, and a nod. Yeah. Hey, there you are, person. That's all it is. It's, it's invalidating when you wave or something and they don't wave back. You feel, it's like, really? Are we back to school dance days and no one will dance with me again? Yeah. This is happening again? Bringing then, back bad memories. Can I, can I tell you what happened to me in sixth grade? Oh, please. It's, 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 it's marvelously horrible. Um, it was my first like actual school dance. And um, this girl, this kid comes up to me, he's like, hey, this girl wants to dance with you. She told me to tell you. And I look across, you know, pretty girl. And <laughs> I, I start walking towards her. I cross the gym, you see. And there are people everywhere. It's not like boys on one side, girls. Everyone's dancing. Yeah. And I pass. I get close, and she looks up, and she looks at me, then looks at the kid that told me and goes, no. When I got close, she didn't even look at me and say no. I take it back. She looked at him, to, and he's like, oh, hey, my like, God. I got, I got the message. Yeah. Oh, it was, oh, just like someone just crumpled me up. Isn't that weird how those specific memories just stay with you until you die? <laughs> no, like, I remember crazy. the first guy that asked me to dance was short, and he was my friend. Uh -huh. But I never, ever put it together that he would ever even, even remotely be interested in me because I was like, he's so much shorter. Sure. And, uh, and when we danced, of course I said yes, you know, because it was one of those, like, Weird, yeah. awkward dances where the teachers tap you if you get too close. Yeah, or they move boys' hands up off of girls' Yes. Body. Yes. But his hands were in, like, weird places because oh. I, of our height. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, is the song over yet? Yeah. Oh, thank God, the song's over, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'll so never at, forget that. <laughs> at the end of uh, when you were dancing to, uh, I'm assuming, The Lady in Red, right? You were probably dancing, something probably. like that, yeah. Did he whisper the I love you part? Oh my God. I don't even think we looked at each other the whole time. I'm joking. I'm just yeah. saying how often if he just looked in your, just looked up. And you're, <laughs> you're like, I, Steve, I don't like you like that. It was like, all right, all right, we're done. Let's go back to our corners. Okay. Hey, good game. Good game, buddy. Good like game. <laughs> <laughs> you have to oh forgive me if I, don't, if I don't pat you on the butt. Oh God. So okay, let's let's plug your album before we okay. go. Okay, give us a give us a little background about what like talk about it. Okay, so um, COVID was already around, so it was oh. late February. So it uh, wasn't a pandemic. I don't think it was an official pandemic yet, but it no, was happening. I was, my last road gig was in March. So, okay, yeah. yeah, no, I had one in March too, but this was my last like comedy club gig and it was at the comedy attic in bloomington oh, the best. and i love that room the best. and i know they had already like they recorded a bunch of albums there mm -hmm. so you know i asked jared the owner i was like can i please record you know just the sound with the sound system there and i hit record myself like it was just up on the wall i recorded all the shows and uh and then i just put saturdays on an album and uh you know once this really started to look like it wasn't gonna get any better yeah. And I was like, well, thank God I recorded that. And then at the wow. end I added, um, cause I do stand up in Spanish. So I added a set from a Spanish show I did at Gotham comedy club, which is in New York city, which you know. Yeah. Um, so I added that as like a little bonus track at the end. I love that. That's so, and I, and I, I really love the fact that you have a top to bottom set. Cause that's rare. 
you know, just, just for comedy listeners out there, a lot yeah. of the four albums will take, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll Frankenstein it. We'll do, you know, five gigs. Oh, yeah. Gigs. I mean, there were a couple of jokes that I added from another, because it was like four or five shows. Yeah, sure, but, sure. But I was like, oh, I didn't do that joke Saturday night, and I did it, you know, Friday night. Yeah, look, so if you like, didn't we, do it, then right, fine. Then but, I just dump it in there. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's mostly yeah, that's why, Saturday. That's why I love, you know, I mean, I feel like yeah. pound for pound, the best stand my my favorite stand-up album is still skanks for the memories david tell me and too i love that one because it's just he's in front yes. of an incredibly intoxicated crowd and he's just yes. he will not stop and it's just it's just a set it's so the whole good album is one set and so that's but that's, that's just awesome. him yeah just he's him. just so damn good mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's awesome so Everybody check out Vertically Obese. And it's available right. everywhere. Okay, right. And uh, yeah, if you, uh, if you know Spanish, check out the last track. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and I, then I, know... I have a, I'm sorry, I have a no, podcast no, called please. The Human Centipod. <laughs> and that's um, available everywhere as well. And that's me and my boyfriend um, just talking shit about life. And I everything. love it. That's fantastic. Well, cool. So everyone check out the human centipod and also get vertically obese. Carmen, thank you for coming on. This was a blast. Thank you so much. That was so fun. Oh, so glad you can make it. Hey, thanks for listening to This Might Help. If you need advice or just want to talk or just tell me some bullshit, I don't care. Give me a call at 323-763-0228. Once again, that's 323-763-0228. Thanks a lot. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me. Matt Bronger, produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.